Tuesday evening, you're listening to Sunday Morning Live. That is SML Inside the Pages, presented by Cornerstone Apostolic Church, located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. That is Pomona, California. Today is October 26, 2021. This is Pastor Carl Henderson and LG. LG and his first drumette. Certainly we thank and praise God for you joining us on this day. Our Sunday morning worship begins at 8 a.m. Tuesday Bible study at 7 p.m. And Thursday's Acts of the Holy Ghost. We believe the Bible is the word of God. Therefore, we are faithful. We are bold. We are the church. We believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God. You know, the song that has been playing says withholding nothing. It means complete transparency. Are you completely transparent with God? Are you completely transparent even with yourself? Listen to my single brothers and sisters. Uh, it's normal to feel certain ways. Let me just be, let me just be transparent here. It's normal to have a sex drive. You know, some foods can trigger that. But you need to understand and know those things when you feel a certain way. You know, the Apostle Paul uh, said uh, in Corinthians 7, 8, 9, he said, I say therefore unto the unmarried and widows, it is good for them if they abide even as I. But if they cannot contain, let them marry. For it is better to marry than to burn. To my married couples, appreciate the good, deal with the bad, get counseling for the ugly so that you can grow old and flabby together. It may not go in that order, but when the heydays are over, when the heydays have come and gone, you'll only have one element of grief, and that is the one you miss. Proverbs says, ladies, gentlemen, Proverbs 21 and 9 says, or I'll put it this way. She need a she shed, just like you need a man cave to decompress with God. We're going into the word of God this evening. We're going into uh, Jeremiah. Thank you, LG. We're going into the book of Jeremiah, uh, the 26th chapter, beginning at the first verse. And I, I said often, and I reemphasize this again, is that you should be reading the book of Jeremiah. As we are studying the book of Daniel, you want to read the book of Jeremiah. And so Jeremiah has this to say. In the beginning of the reign of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, came the word from the Lord, saying, and before we go any further, Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your grace, Lord God, for blessing us throughout this day, helping us to make it thus far, blessing us to return and to have a voice to speak those things that you would have us to say, Lord God, and most importantly, to emphasize your word. Lord, we thank you for your kindness. We thank you, Lord God, for those that are listening, those that are present. Lord God, we thank you for those that are on their way. Lord God, we thank you, Lord God, and we honor you for your goodness and your grace. 
Father, I pray and ask that you bless those that are dealing with situations. Lord God, and that are bedridden. Remember the bereaved families. Lord Jesus, I ask that you would bless the faithful. Lord God, and stir up the mind of those that are not. Lord Jesus, stir up the mind of the backslider. Draw them into your house of prayer for the saving of their soul. Lord God, we speak these blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. That first verse again says, In the beginning of the reign of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, came this word, this word from the Lord, saying, Thus said the Lord, Stand in the court of the Lord's house, and speak unto all the cities of Judah, which come to worship in the Lord's house. All the words that I command thee to speak unto them diminish not. Now, the Lord is telling Jeremiah to do what? In the church, in the court of the Lord's house, in the temple, uh, to speak to all those that have gathered together. In this day and time, we have a lot of medias. It does not excuse our gathering together in the Lord's house at the appropriate time. But the Lord speaks a word, and you don't want to miss the word that God speaks. I asked a question the other day, and I'll ask it again this evening, and that is, when the Lord, the trump of God, shall sound, what will it sound like? Instantly, our mind thinks of a trumpet. But he said, my sheep know my voice, and another they will not follow. Is it, will it be the shepherd's voice? And what voice will that be? Will it be the voice that you're most common with, that you hear preaching the gospel to your ears, the one that feeds you? Certainly, uh, a few different uh, areas of discussion that can be made, but you want to be a ready hearer, and you want to be a doer of the word, meaning obedience. I'm not obedience of what God is saying. And so Jeremiah is told to come and was commanded to speak unto them, and he was told, a diminish not a word. It was the beginning of the end of life as they knew it. God sent an unexpected word to the church and all those listening. The speaker was instructed not to change the tone of his voice, not to sugarcoat it. Do not add any honey to the message. You know, sometimes when we're taking medicine, we'll, we'll uh, especially those that are, have difficulty taking pills, uh, we'll crush them up. We'll add, mix it up into a little something to, uh, to make it more uh, ingestible. You know, it's just, we just have a problem when it comes to taking certain medicines. And so, but God is telling Jeremiah, don't do any of that. You, you're not allowed to. You're not allowed to mix it up. And so uh, he said, if, if so be, they will hearken and turn every man from his evil way that I may repent me of the evil, which I purpose to do unto them because of the evil of their doing. Now, people don't like to talk about the evil of their doing. Uh, well, I'm, I'm not fornicating 
well, that doesn't mean that you're not doing evil. I'm not, I'm not cussing nobody out. It doesn't mean you're not doing evil. Anything that is contrary to the word of God is, I'll let you fill in that blank. Because if it's not within his will, then it is where? The sternness of the message has a purpose. To turn every man from his evil way. The purpose is to, it should result in a change of God's mind. Uh, the purpose is because and was sent because their way were evil. He goes on to say, and thou shalt say unto them, thus said the Lord, if ye will not hearken to me, to walk in my way, which I have set before you, to hearken to the words of my servants, the prophets, whom I sent unto you, both rising up early and sending them, but ye have not hearkened. Daniel, remember, we're reading Jeremiah because of Daniel's situation. It was not something that all of a sudden happened, but it was through a process of time. Uh, you may recall that, uh, that, uh, that if you, uh, it, it's a saying that if you create a, a habit, you create a character, and if you create a character, you create a destiny. Well, they had created uh, a character, they created a habit, and they created a destiny. He says, then will I make this house like Shiloh. And will make this city a curse to all the nations of the earth. Now, if you read Psalm 78, you'll get a clear picture. And it's important that you read your Bible. It's important that you pick the word of God up and that you turn, flip through those pages or scroll through it on your tablet. But whatever your preference is, you need to get the word in you. Uh, you need it. Uh, someone said the safest place to be is in the will of God. And you're not in the will of God if you're not in his word, because you'll never know what his will is. Believing, I believe I'm in the will of God. That is a fairy tale. God has outlined uh, what he will for us. And we have the option to do his will or to ignore it. The option is yours, true enough. So the priests and the prophets and all the people heard Jeremiah speaking these words in the house of the Lord. They heard him. They heard what he said loud and clear. Now it came to pass when Jeremiah had made an end of speaking all these, all that the Lord had commanded him to speak unto all the people that the priests, the prophets, and all the people took him. Thou shalt surely die. They did not appreciate what Jeremiah said to them. They felt that he was out of place. How many pastors, ministers, evangelists, teachers, and others that have shed, uh, been instructed to give the word of God have been rebuked by other folks. Folks that didn't get the message. Some pastors rebuked the other pastors. Some of the priests, prophets, and all the people that heard Jeremiah speaking these words 
When he had ended, those people were upset. They were hot. They didn't feel that Jeremiah had a right to tell them anything. And there are, uh, I, I pray that that does not exist today, but I know the truth of it is, is that it does. It does. It may not exist with you, but it exists. And it's to our, it's to the detriment of those people that went against Jeremiah that did not appreciate what he was saying. Now remember the purpose of the word that came, the purpose of the word that was not to be sugarcoated, that was not to be diminished in any way, was to turn every man from his evil way. The purpose of the message was if the people hear the word, change from their evil way, uh, pick up faithfulness where it has left off, uh, start seeking the Lord wholeheartedly, serve the Lord faithfully, that God would change his mind, that it because, of, because it brought about a change. But we don't see that occurring here. I'm sure Jeremiah, uh, I mean, how would you think? How would you feel if you were told that, man, you're going to surely die. We're going to kill you. We're going to take you out for what you have said to us. We don't appreciate, uh, you know. Now, today, no one may shoot at you. They just won't, you just won't, you know. They may not throw rocks at you. They, they'll use words. And, you know, that saying, sticks and stones may not break my bones, but words will, uh, words do hurt. And all of us have been, have felt the pains of words uh, sometime or another. If you haven't, keep living. Or be for real with yourself. Thou shalt surely die. I'm sure Jeremiah uh, was confident in his obedience. Ministers uh, know they have a word from the Lord. What they're saying is right. It lines up with the scripture. But, it, it, and it, but the message, the gospel message is not always a pleasant word. We might give you a pleasant side of it. But look at what Daniel is dealing with. Look at what Jeremiah is dealing with. So it's not always a pleasant word. And it impacted that young man. And uh, Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. You want to deliver a message. And you want to deliver a message that the people will rejoice off of, walk away and say, Ooh, I, you know, like the Taco Bell commercial, I've been fed. I'm full. But the Bible says that the children of Israel had sat down to eat when they came out of Egypt and they rose up to play. Not interested. God is not interested in tickling our ears and making us feel good all the time because uh, there are other times that we need to be instructed, especially if you're growing in God. When, so that when the challenges, when you meet the challenges, you're not all um, wobbly. When you run into challenges, you have some strength. You have some tenacity because of the instructions and because of what 
has been instilled in you. Rather obey God than men. Even the minister gets corrected. Uh-huh. Just like others get corrected. The minister, when they're out of line, God corrects them. God will use another minister. He'll use a bishop, another pastor, or even a child. These people thought they were correcting Jeremiah. But they were out of line because Jeremiah had been given a message from the Lord. The correction that a minister will receive is because they're out of line, because they did do something wrong or, uh, you know, whatever that wrong might be. But God corrects all. The Bible said he chastened those that he loved. The minister is obligated, pastors, to watch for your soul. Ezekiel uh, 33, 6 and 7 says, but if the watchmen see the sword come, see, we don't just see blessings. We see the danger too. And so when Jeremiah was telling them about the danger, they got, they were not happy. They was pissed off. Because how dare you tell us uh, that we're out of line? How dare you say anything to us about where we are. Matter of fact, you, the word that you're speaking, we're going to kill you. God said, if you see the sword and you don't blow the trumpet and the people be not warned, if the sword come and take any person from among them, he is taken away in his iniquity, but his blood will I require of the watchman's hand. So see, the pastor and the ministers and those that God has set as watchmen have a responsibility or else their hands will be filled with blood. How do you erase the blood from your hands and God says, I see it? There's no way. So in order to not have blood on your hands, ministers, pastors, evangelists, teachers, you have to tell the people even when they don't want to hear he says, so thou, O son of man, have I set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, thou shalt hear the word of my mouth and warn them from me. In my eyes, my mind's eyes, my folly, my foolishness, please. I see Jeremiah saying, I'm only the messenger. I'm only the messenger. I'm the messenger. Saints and friends, the minister is only the messenger. In this day and time, uh, there's a saying, don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> I'm only the messenger. Why hast thou prophesied in the name of the Lord? Look at that. Upset because he's speaking in the name of the Lord, which means authority, power. Saying this house shall be like Shiloh. Shiloh was torn down. The glory of God had departed. Uh, they didn't have a, 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 a beam, to, so to speak, to stand on. And this city shall be desolate without an inhabitant. And all the people were gathered together, gathered against Jeremiah in the house of the Lord. Can you imagine? Uh, I, I can't imagine in my mind that uh, after the service, the, the congregation and people that are hearing the word have drove up and gathered all outside the church waiting for you to walk out to attack you, to beat you down, threatening your life, 
First Timothy 5, 18 to 21 says for the scripture, the scripture says, so uh, Paul is instructing Timothy and he's reaching which, what he had and that's from the Torah. Thou shall not muzzle the ox. You should not tell the ox to be quiet. Put a, put a bridle, put a brace and a horn over his mouth that treaded out the corn. And the labor is worthy of his hire. Against an elder receive not an accusation, but before two or three witnesses, them that sin rebuke before all. In 2021, people are not, I'm not trying to hear that. What, a rebuke? An open rebuke? The Bible says an open rebuke is better than secret love. Now, an open rebuke is something that merits, in my opinion, as a, as a pastor and, uh, the, and being taught, is that an open rebuke is something that is given when something is done openly, open rebellion. Uh, open sin, things that are done that will impact others. Then, then there are times when it is not open, then it is not an open rebuke. Just some words of wisdom there. Then that sin rebuked before all. That meant that sin was public. That others may fear. So there's a purpose behind it. Jeremiah's purpose was God told him to rebuke the entire of uh, all those that had gathered in the church and he was wanted again to turn things around. I charge thee before God and the Lord Jesus and the elect angels that thou observe these things without preferring one before another. Do nothing in partiality so wholeheartedly the ministry is a wholeheartedly work in any part. If you have an obligation in the ministry, if you hold a position, if you hold an office, if you do something, uh, uh, most of the time when we talk about that, people think go directly to all oh, license power. No, whatever your responsibility is, whatever job that you have taken, you should do it wholeheartedly too. Being faithful unto God. They were out of line. But they were a rebellious people. Jeremiah knew they were rebellious. They had no humility. This is why we're asked to examine ourselves. We're um, on the second Sunday in a month, we have communion as well as this second Sunday will, uh, coming up, we'll have an anointing service. During which time between now and then, we need to examine ourselves, whether we be in the faith or not. Usually in our communion service, we ask that. First uh, Corinthians 11 and 28, uh, the first part of that says, but let every man examine himself. We need to examine ourselves. It's important that we examine ourselves daily, examine ourselves throughout the day. Make sure that we're you know, I started out, I said, you know, to my single brothers and sisters, you know, uh, face the reality that when you're dealing with something, don't, don't cover it up. I'm not saying spread your business. I'm just saying this is, this is life. And you deal with things, and you have to know how to deal with them. You have to know how to exert energy. 
you have to know how to how to know that hey that's that's not the devil i have not been doing anything to spark that's just a normal natural reaction in your life it's a god-given it's a blessing but you have to know how to receive a blessing and what to do with it same thing with uh the married couples have to know how to receive and how to give and 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 how to honor and respect one another. How to retreat, go to your she shed, go to your man cave, spend time with God, decompress over a discussion, decompress over uh, a, a, some, a disagreement, agree not to agree, so that you can uh, have appreciated later, because you will appreciate it later by taking this advice. Humility causes us to take advice. Humility causes us to listen. You ever been told something and it kind of kind of hurt you a little bit? You, you know, and I, I know I was talking with a, a, actually I was talking with the bishop. Let me be a little transparent. I was talking with the bishop, uh, 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 my mentor, and he said something. I thought about it and felt a little pinched because my mind was in a different direction. But then as I thought about it some more, like, you know what? This is experience over, over uh, that is speaking. And you have to listen to experience. And when you listen to it, you'll humble yourself and you'll submit. The Bible said, obey those that have to rule over you. So you, we submit ourselves in humility to what God is saying. We submit ourselves in humility because it changes everything. It moves things in a different direction when we're humble. The Bible said that, that God exalts the humble. And he, those that are proud and high-minded becomes a base. He brings them down. I adhered to what I was being told and received it with gladness after I thought about it and realized that, you know, look, we all, everyone, must walk in humility, be subject to those that have to rule over you. The people did not want to be subject to what Jeremiah was saying. They didn't want to be subject to those that had to rule over them. They wanted to count themselves as being equal to Jeremiah. And therefore, in equality, because we're equal with you, we're going to hurt you because you said some things we don't like. The Bible says, when the prince of Judah heard these things, they came up from the king's house unto the house of the Lord and sat down in the entry of the new gate of the Lord's house. Then spake the priest. So the, the authority from the king came up, the princes of Judah, because they heard about the uproar. They heard what was going on. Then, the, then spake the priest and the prophets unto the priests, to the princes, excuse me, and to all the people saying, this man is worthy to die. We want to kill him. We want to take this messenger out. For he hath prophesied against this city, as ye have heard with your ears. Then spake Jeremiah unto all the princes and to all the people saying, the Lord sent me to prophesy against the house and against the city all the words that ye have heard. God told me to do that. God told me to speak those things that, that 
it may set things in order. People's hearts may be changed and his wrath may not come. He said, now, therefore, now amend your ways and your doings and obey the voice of the Lord your God. And the Lord will repent him of the evil that he hath pronounced upon you. Have God spoken something regarding you and you don't know it? Maybe you've been told, but you're not listening because you don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. What have God said? Maybe he said it in a dream. Maybe he said it in a vision. What did God say? What are you hearing? What is God saying through his word? Are you listening? Are you ignoring it? Are you choosing to be selective? You know, I'm going to cherry pick this and I'm going to take off. I'm going to take what I'm what I can get out of it. And, you know, and, and oh, no, I don't like that. So I'm going to toss that to the side. Uh, you know, I'm going to uh, we were talking about eating the meat and throw the bones away. He said, use a fork. So you're going to fork through this and not receive what has been given. This is what they were doing to Jeremiah, not knowing what was going to transpire, what was going to happen. They didn't get it. They did not understand at all what was on the horizon. Oh, my God. They didn't know what the years was going to bring. Neither do you without hearing from heaven. You don't know without hearing from the preacher. The Bible said, how can they hear without a preacher? I believe that's Romans 4, 10 and 14. How are you going to hear without the preacher? And the preacher certainly uh, that is sent from God. Everybody's not sent from God. But one that is. One that has, and you can tell who's been sent by God. You know the word. The word sometimes, like I said, it, it gets all of us. It instructs all of us. It puts everybody in check. There's no big eyes, no little use. Everyone has a responsibility and carry out their role. The shepherd has to answer to the, sheep the, the, the chief shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. The great shepherd. The only shepherd. Because all of us, the rest of us are under shepherds. We are instructed. Therefore, now amend your ways and your doings and obey the voice of God. But know ye for certain that if ye put me to death, it's not what Jeremiah is saying. If you kill me, if you take me out, if you shoot me, the messenger, you shall surely bring innocent blood upon yourselves and upon this city and upon the inhabitants thereof. For of a truth, the Lord hath sent me unto you to speak all these words in your ear. Only the messenger. Then said the prince and all the people unto the priests and to the prophets, this man is worthy to die. For he hath spoken to us in the name of the Lord our God. Jeremiah 27, 5 and 6 it has this to say. I have made the earth, the man and the beast that are upon the ground 
by my great power and by my outstretched hand and have given it unto whom I seemeth meet unto me. And now I have given all this land into the hands of Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, my servant. And the beast of the fields have I given him also to serve him. And so the Bible tells us in Daniel, the first chapter, verse one, in the third year of the reign of Jehoiakim, the king of Judah, came Nebuchadnezzar unto Jer Jerusalem and besieged it. Now, as you read through Jeremiah, the Lord told them that those that went into captivity, if they would just submit themselves, even in that situation, they would be able to remain in their homeland and they wouldn't go into a, grief, a grievous bondage because of their resistance. Everybody didn't listen to what was being said. You want to listen to what God has to say. Remember, I'm only the messenger. And so therefore, innocent blood is shed when you shoot the messenger. The grief is not with the messenger, it's with God because of what God is saying. And we want to be careful because our arms are too short to box with God. Listen, this is Pastor Carl Henderson. I encourage you to be faithful unto the Lord. Get in his word. Remember what God has to say. We're in the book of Daniel. And as we study through the book of Daniel, I hope that you're reading the book of Jeremiah because as you can see, it was because of their not listening that they wind up well, not only not listening, they heard the message because they was going, they wanted to take Jeremiah out. But because of their not changing, in the third year of the reign of Jehoiakim, of Judah, King Judah, came Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, unto Jerusalem and besieged it. They took control of it, all because of what was not done. This is Pastor Carl Henderson of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. I hope to see you in service. Until then, rest in the Lord. Listen, if you've been blessed, share the message with on Sunday morning, uh, Sunday morning live, that's SML. Uh, Spread the word. We can be found on iHeartRadio, Spotify, TuneIn. Remember the songs featured are respectively the property of the psalmist and the artist. Until then, God bless you.